Welcome back to PBO Live! Woo! Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kim. This is Kia. And welcome to episode 16. Ooh, it's been a minute, y'all. <laughs> Maybe two minutes. Uh, yeah, you know who's counting, but it's cool. <laughs> but we're back, because so a lot of matters. All right, Dukia, so how you been, man? It's been a minute. Two minutes, no. actually. <laughs> I've been good. It's been a nice break. Yeah. I know it was like the holiday break, and... All that good stuff. We pretty much skipped all of Capricorn season. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shout out to any Capricorns out there. <laughs> but we're here in Aquarius season. So okay. shout out to them. Yes, yes. And now that we're back, let's see. What have we missed? I mean, oh, we went to Vegas. So we that was did super go lit. to Vegas. That was so much fun. Um, disclaimer, if y'all stay at the Luxor, please do not stay in the Pyramid because they are roaches. The manager called them bugs. But just so, beware, friends. I'm just trying to look out for y'all. Yeah, so we went to Vegas for, well, some of us went to, like, Cali Bash that weekend, which was lit. Also, we were just like, kind of just lit in general, a whole friend group <laughs> of us. Um, but, yeah, it was so much fun, dude. It was fun. We were, it was one of those trips where just random day, you just kind of drop it on the group chat, whoever can make and make can make it, and 10 of us ended up going, which was a pretty yeah, big group. Yeah, honestly, I remember we originally, so Anita and I were planning it for her birthday, and we got tickets, like, maybe in, like, September. And we're like, okay, we'll put it out there and see if anyone shows up. Anyone not kind of well, honestly, we thought like no one else was gonna go. And then like let another you were down and other people were down and it just got bigger and bigger and it was like yeah. super lit. No, mm-hmm. it was like I was like, okay, I'm down. It was super so much fun. As it should be. Yes, exactly. It was just one of those trips where like people trickled in and trickled out. Yeah. But at the same time, like we all just got to enjoy Vegas, relax, yes. be lit, and just enjoy um all the shows in Vegas, I think. For sure. I feel like I've, this is, this is my third time, and I feel like every single time I've gone, it's been a different, like, experience, mm-hmm. and there's also just so much to do, too, that I, I do want to go back and do other stuff, but I also kind of mm-hmm. want to go visit other places, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, three times, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, gotta make way. But, yeah, so I'm excited. I don't know what else, so where else should the group go? We'll figure it out. I know. We always keep saying, like, I personally am going to do Hawaii for my birthday. Hell yeah. I've yes. decided. I'm like... I know, like, Miami would be a club scene, but I, I'm pretty sure Hawaii has to have a nightlife. Yeah, dude. So I'm going to look it up, and that might be the next friend trip. Okay, okay. Put it out in the universe. All right, Yeah, it's down. my golden birthday this year, so. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I remember back in college, you'd be like, we're going to go to Ibiza for a bit, but you already did that. I already did it, <laughs> and I said India, but I'm just like, that's a big trip. Baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, it'll either be... Miami or Hawaii. I just want warm weather because it's November. Yes, I feel like we'll have warm weather both times. At least at least compared to Washington. Dude. Yeah, they yes. should. For sure. All right, I'm excited. All right, mm-hmm. let's, okay, let's go. <laughs> Sweet. All but right. how was Calabash? Calabash, it was late. It was like, we honestly, it was it was like a full, like, for how long is 8 to 12? 3? No. 4? Oh, whatever that yeah. math, whatever that math is, yeah, full of like music. Like we got there a little bit late, so I'm sad because I'm sad that I got to miss Sesh because he opened. Oh. Um, but other than that, it was like it was like Mike Towers, Nati Natasha, Steve Aoki came out real quick. How'd you miss Sesh? Because he was the first one on, so they started like the concert like doors opened at the concert started at eight, and literally I think they went on at eight because we got there maybe at like eight. 2815 like we literally, we literally walked into the stadium and he, and he was singing um the cuando le pone la música yeah. he was singing that and that was like his last song so by the he's, time 
Yeah, dude. By the time we got to our seats, like, he was already off stage, and it was Mike Bowers, and I was like, fuck. He's the one that says something about the discotheque. Yes, that, that that's the song. Technically, that's the song. Oh, okay. that, 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 yeah, that, that's the song. Oh, that is the one that says the discotheque yeah. stuff. I know. So it was that because I do love Sesh, and I was like, "Fuck!" I, was, I, guess, I mean, it's just an excuse to just go see him on his own at some point in my life. Yeah. Um, but, and he he should only get bigger from like this point on because oh, he's starting definitely. right. Yeah, definitely, for sure. So for sure, if anything, he'll he'll be at some other festival or something else. Um, but Daddy Yankee was super lit too. Yeah. I was honestly shook that how the lineup went. So it was like. It was nothing that I shot, Daddy Yankee, Osuna, and then Anuel out of everyone closed mm-hmm. the show. Out of yeah. that whole lineup. And I was like, if anything, I thought it was going to be like Daddy Yankee, just you know, being yeah. that powerhouse. But honestly, like when Anuel came out, the whole crowd was, I think that was the biggest, like, woo, like the biggest, like, hype that anyone got coming out on stage. And I was like, oh, really? Shit. Anuel? He's that, right. like, big? I mean, I knew he was big. If anything, I was kind of shook. But he, he sang more of his, like, I don't want to say poppy or songs because it wasn't it wasn't like his like trap stuff. Oh, it was like look at like look at Pegamas like the more popular ones. Um, but everyone like was like super hyped about him out of everyone in the lineup. Wild. I mean, I do know that people like Unwin yeah, or whatever sure. it is. But um, one of the friends that was on the trip explained to me that they were very disappointed by Unwin's like actual live performance and that he sucks. Um, that he basically, um. I don't know how she was explaining it, but she was saying that he either, like, didn't match up the beat or what it was. I don't know. How did you feel about his performance? Honestly, I can't remember a lot of his performance. <laughs> it was, like, the last one, and I was, like, just, we were just at the point of just, like, dancing and just gigging to it. I'm not the biggest Anuel fan. I'm sure mm. we just expressed us on this podcast. Um, so I was just kind of there, just enjoying that. But to no like, like I wasn't really paying attention to like mm-hmm. how he was as an actual performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly, I totally forgot that Osuna, like, like he like shaved his head off. So when he came out, oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, who? Like, who is this? I was like, who? What? Oh shit, Osuna. Yeah. Um, but Anuel, yeah, he was just kind of just there for me. Oh, I was, okay. Yeah. If anything, I was like, I was like, he, since he was the last one closing, I was like, oh, so he kind of just kind of walked out and left the concert at that point. Mm-hmm. Which thinking about it, maybe we should have. To avoid the... To avoid the rush, but... Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's cool. It was still fun. It was lit. Yeah. I mean, that's all that matters. I think concerts um, are supposed to just have a good time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We definitely definitely had a blast. And then I was with Anita, and then actually we ended up getting our seats upgraded. So that whole weekend, it was just... It was her birthday weekend, so, like, we got our hotel room upgraded because we checked in on her actual birthday... Our seats got upgraded because someone else was trying to sit with, like, their crew, so we got even better seats. So at least we got that out of it, so I was like, okay, nice. Yeah. So, it, was, it was good. It was cool. That's good. Yeah, nice. Talking about birthdays. Well, not birthdays, but happy. Celebrations. Happy celebrations. Yes. So <laughs> coming back in February, just a huge shout-out to Happy Black History Month to everyone out there. Make sure y'all are staying informed, and I don't even know, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, what... I was like, I would say, just work-wise, I know they're doing a lot with trying to just get representation out there and just especially having a lot of um, communication of the different, I guess, just black people that are in the company in higher positions and just kind of how they're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's super cool, just kind of having that representation, especially with other people in the community. Yeah. So I was like, have you seen any big, like, things going on for Black History Month, at least, like, in your area or things like that? I personally haven't. I've just been seeing it more so, like on shows that they highlight certain, like, black folk that you should know about. And um, it's been informative. I mean, I've learned stuff that I didn't know before. And I think 
it's pretty cool because we need to give credit where credit is due. Definitely. For sure. Also, Spotify put out some banging playlists, so I'm going to just put that the first Black History Month. For sure, checking those out, too. But, all right, I'm excited. And it's a whole ass month, so we're only on day eight, day whatever. I also love freaking mm-hmm. Twitter. Like, Black Twitter has always just been one of my favorite things. Yeah. But it's been popping off con más razón, because they're just at the hype of their game right now. Yeah. I was freaking dying with all those when, like, uh, Megan Thee Stallion and Jeezy were, like, all up on each other, and people oh were like, I can't believe that on the third day of Black History Month, Megan's out oh here in the game. Granted, they took that a little too far. Do you think <laughs> it's official or no? Oh, no. Megan put out, a, I think she tweeted, I was like, all right, y'all got your jokes out. I'm not fucking Jeezy, no sé qué. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like... I don't, I don't, I think she said that? Yeah, she okay, put it out. Okay. Honestly, I think they were just both just drunk as fuck, because there's, like, yeah. a video somewhere of, I think he was performing at a club, because it was, like, a Super I Bowl I that, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Megan just looks, like, just, like, drunk as fuck. Like, like yeah. just, just, like, ready to go home. Yeah, I saw that, but the thing is, like, the, the only part where I got confused is because he took down those stories, but on his Instagram, he still had that photo of them. Oh, yeah. Or not of them, of her, of her with, like, hearts, and then she replied with hearts. So, I mean, it might have been still when they were drunk that they did that, Probably. but um, that's why I, I was confused. And, and I think, it, I don't know if his, I, I can't, I think he's, he just have a girlfriend, or at least or maybe he did, who knows. Um, I saw that. Yeah, put, also put out something with, like, a song in the background. Like, I don't know what the song was, pretty much, like, throwing shade. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, okay. I just thought Twitter was just hella funny with that whole situation. Of course. As always. But yes, okay. Other Speaking of Super Bowl weekend, mm-hmm. so Super Bowl halftime show, everyone's kind of been just waiting to see what was going to happen. I know we talked about it when it got announced. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Shakira... Oh, yeah, we yeah, did talk about it. Yeah, so Shakira and J-Lo, we were a little iffy just on the whole J-Lo situation of it, mm-hmm. especially with, like, just the whole solidarity of... All the artists that have turned down the Super Bowl because of yeah. just the history of, of everything going in. Dude, dude, I just found out, or did you know that apparently the NFL has a deal with um, Jay-Z? So Jay-Z is now the one that's pick, that's kind of in charge of the Super Bowl, perf- like the halftime performances? Oh, I know. So the only thing that I heard circulating Jay-Z was more so like the whole of them didn't standing up for the, you know, Oh, for the, um, the national anthem. anthem and all that stuff. And then they were explaining why JC didn't actually, they were like, it's not, it's not related to, um, a politics. Yeah. It's not like a, what, what, there was a word he used, but I didn't read the, I didn't click on the article, so I didn't really get to read yeah. about all that stuff. I didn't know he was now, um, in charge of that. Yeah. I don't know about. He has. I'm not sure what the actual title is, but pretty much he has a deal with the NFL that he's kind of the one like bringing pretty much like the music, like the musical director, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, for and I want to see this is this was the first one mm-hmm. with Shakira and J Lo. Um, so now I'm like, okay, I was like, especially with like just the power that G, that J I see Jeezy <laughs> J <laughs> they too many G's uh, that Jay Z has and how that whole a lot of artists have been turning down just to kind of stick with the solidarity of the whole Black Lives Matter and how the NFL kind of said fuck you to that whole movement, mm-hmm. how that's going to go moving forward now that Jay-Z and kind of well, associated Beyonce kind of have yeah. that pull. Interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of the times it's difficult because money runs the world. I think he's thinking of it as a investment. Yeah. The same venture. way, yeah, the same way that 
Shakira and J-Lo probably took it as, like, an opportunity. Even though they claim to say, you know, like, it was women empowerment. It was whatever you want to call it. Like, um, shining so many culture, like, on the stage yeah. and all these things. At the end of the day, what motivates people is being able to say, I performed on that stage or I'm at that level. Yeah. So, because we know there are levels, we know there's money involved in it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, when you are at that stage in life, in your, like, wealth, that's what's going to matter to you most and the legacy you're leaving, right? And a lot of times you don't think about the impact you're actually having um, to those who are not at that level. Yeah. And I hope, you know, right, the hope is always that he's in the inside and he can have an influence from the inside. Yeah, definitely. Um, these women tried to... The most minimum, you know, political or whatever it was. I don't, I'm not 100% sure if they were trying to talk about incarcerated um, youth or if they were trying to talk more so about women being like liberated and being able to use their voices and say whatever they want. Yeah. I, I, I was um, a little bit confused on that um, as well. Yeah. I don't have to know more about that. As a performance, like, how, what did you think of it just watching it just the first time through? The first time watching it through, I thought that it's 14 minutes. It's very short. I don't even know how long they normally last, to be honest. Yeah, it's 14 minutes. Okay. And so I didn't think J-Lo was necessary because what ended up, ended up happening was that Shakira didn't even get to perform. Like her, like what, four minutes or six minutes, whatever it was. I want to say it was more four minutes, which is like one song. Four minutes is like one song, yeah. right? Um, She cut all her little songs that she tried to put in there into like what 10 20 yeah. second snippets and i'm like i don't even get to enjoy your performance because it's going by so fast i blink and you're you're already like on the next song on the next song yeah um and then same with bad bunny like i wish there was they could have been a little bit more you just kind of came up there <laughs> to say like the you, words yeah <laughs> And then you cut over to J-Lo, which I personally don't think she was necessary for the act. Like, I think Shakira brings such energy in mm -hmm. her dance, and she has great songs on her own that I didn't think it was necessary. So then you bring J-Lo, who has performed these songs so many times, multiple times across different stages at, like, um, award shows. It's always the same to me. Like, it's so repetitive. She always has the same songs. She's always doing the same dances. Instead of, like, dancing on a piano, this time she was dancing on a pole. And so, to me, I'm like, she's so repetitive. And I get it. You're, you're 50 years old now, and your career is about to be over soon, which is why people try to highlight you, because you're, like, this yeah. big icon at this point in your life, which is also why she's in a lot of remixes that, like how we were saying, <laughs> are, like... It's already a hyped up song and you just jump on it for just, the heck yeah, of it. Yeah, for the hype of it. And so um, I think she's at the pinnacle of her career where she's getting close to the end and she knows it. Yeah. But she doesn't have much more to show because all the songs that she's highlighting are old songs. That's true. Um, so I don't, I didn't think she was necessary. Um, I thought she looked stiff because of her like outfits that she had on and how like it was like a costume changes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought she was stiff. Um... And this was on the first watch. It wasn't on the third. It wasn't on the fourth. <laughs> this was on the first. I was like, okay, you're a little stiff girl. Um, I, I, I understand that you're 50 and you have costume changes. Um, I really enjoyed the 
the little kids on stage singing. Yeah. Um, right off the bat. I did notice that there was the whole like cage thing right right away just because the first um the first cut of it is like she's holding on to bars. So then when she they like zoom out, like you can kind of see the balls. Yeah. Um what it meant, I didn't really know until like people try to like start talking about it afterwards. And then um the ending didn't feel that strong for me, but if I'm going to say, are they good performers? Yes, they are. Was it a good show? Yes, it was. And did I have a favorite? Yes, I did. It was definitely <laughs> Shakira. But that was just me. How did you feel about yeah. it? Honestly, the first time I watched it, I watched it like during the Super Bowl. Um, so I was already, like, so we already kind of had our judgments going into it just because just J-Lo as a whole, like, no, like, no, 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 me caga mal, but I'm just like something about her, just like, yeah, because it was really, hold on, before, since, we, since we're on this so, kind of subject of this and a little bit of Black History Month, how is J-Lo going to try to be like, hashtag Bronx Girl Magic, when Black Girl Magic has been a movement forever? I was like, girl, don't, try, like, like we said, don't try to just bandwagon on stuff, like, nah. Mm-hmm. So first off, don't, whoever, don't even try to make Bronx Girl Magic, I think it happened, like, nah. But yeah. I, I thought it was at the performance. I was like, I was like, okay, this is like it wasn't anything like oh my god way like super like yeah. ground shaking. I do really appreciate them bringing out Bad Bunny and um, Jay Bad. I thought that was really cool. Just touch, especially just us getting to appreciate it. Just being having those be one of our top artists. También. What I didn't like even before going into this is that because they did have two women headlining, mm-hmm. it was already going to be like people pretty much picking favorites or pick, yeah. kind of being a battle between women instead of. Yes, it was a woman empowerment, but everyone's going to kind of be like, oh, well, this person was better than this one. So you're still kind yeah. of tearing each other down yes. while trying to, quote unquote, empower. Yeah. So that I was already like, like I said, obviously Shakira was also one of my favorites too. Because um, she did do so many things on stage. Like you're like, I mean, they're both perfect, like natural performances. Yeah. Like said, they've been in award shows. They've like, Shakira's done like World Cup performances. Like yeah. they've done bigger stages than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is huge here at, in the U.S., but Shakira, yeah. But también, but I was like, I was like, but if you think, I was like, I was thinking like World Cup wise, how like Shakira, I mean, think said Waka Waka is still mm-hmm. a song, how Shakira had that, and that's yeah. even a bigger audience like worldwide. Yeah. So obviously they have the range for it. Um, honestly, a lot of the little political statements that they make, I did not catch at all the mm-hmm. first the first time watching it through. I remember seeing the little like balls, but not really clicking. If anything, yeah. I saw. I remember seeing like a little like when they spanned out onto the stage. There's like a, they had like a cross on the stage. I saw that. Um, and then I remember, well, like, the whole, like, J- the J-Lo little flag thingy that she had that was, yeah. like, the, the Puerto Rico flag and the U.S. flag, I was like, what the fuck, on the U.S. side? Um, um it didn't click what they were, that, what, that they were singing Born in the USA and that, like, Emmy, her daughter, was, like, representing the kids in cages. After, like, after Twitter kind of gave me that whole breakdown, I was like, okay, I, I'm seeing all these things now. And then same thing with, like, be, like, um, J-Lo, like, being on the pole, I was, I was, I was like, okay, I see you putting in all those training that you did for hustlers. Mm-hmm. But then not even just her on the pole, but also having other girls on the pole after kind of normalizing sex work and not having it be so like seeing as such as like a bad thing is what mm-hmm. people were saying. I mean, it's okay. I can see that. I feel like because they were trying to touch so many things, they were easily missed because there was just so much going on. I like, I do appreciate them just having like wanting to touch and just express so many different yeah. messages. Like, I mean, like Shakira was like singing in Arabic and Spanish and there was so many like different like, Music genres roped him to one también, like rock, reggaeton, um, country, you know, so, todo, todo, like, so, so many things. 
But there's just too much that people couldn't grasp unless you watch it multiple times. Mm-hmm. The second time I watched it is when I was like, everything was kind of starting to click for me. Yeah. But for a lot of the people, I mean, honestly, a lot of the angry white people that were watching the show, they're only going to watch it that one time and obviously have their judgment and they say, want to get that. Like, I don't, like, I wish, I wish there was a way to, like, better, I guess, get the message across in a way. I don't know, like, how to better. Not describe that, but just like a like a like a more I guess clear messages is what I would would have said. Because like I said, the first time watching it, I did not catch a lot of the things. Well, I mean, I understand that this is this performance was not meant for white folk. It was obviously meant for. And they were in Miami, so obviously everybody who feels like mis underrepresented, I guess is the word. I understand why they chose J Balvin and. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny because one of them's Puerto Rican and one of them's Colombian. I don't know yeah. if you saw they did the flop. Yeah, I realized that. Um, but I'm like, if this was a women empowerment thing, why did you even have men on stage? Thought about that too. Yes. And also, whole cr- also, why the fuck did Bad Bunny come out in a do rag? I love Bad Bunny, pero también se pasa away. Unnecessary. Like, no, no need. Unnecessary. No need. And again, you know, this was the opportunity for these white Latinas to put some. Um, actual representation on stage they could have chosen some artists that are not as known but are um you know i think not as white as them and if you're gonna be again benefiting and making money off of all these beats that are you know of african um yeah, there's like like the Afro Latino beats, Afro like everything. Every, yeah, a lot of like. Oh, also the um Shakira's. I think it's called Champeta. I'm pretty sure I'm portraying yeah. that. But that dance has become like a whole new challenge now. Pretty much just like taking over TikTok and like Twitter. Yeah. Like everyone's doing that dance, which is an Afro Colombian dance, but obviously has African roots. Um, so at least getting that little representation out is pretty cool. But like you said, if this whole was supposed to be a woman empowerment like um performance. I get bringing up J Balvin and Bad Bunny because they are the biggest in the genre of reggaeton. Obviously, have more pull um, with a bigger audience. But if you're trying to stay in the lane, that's of what, all money, right? Yeah, at the same like at the money, end of the day. At the end of the day, so they could have easily brought out I don't know other people that could have made a bigger impact and just kind of sticking with a whole woman empowerment. Like I said, there was too many messages going on if you um, to kind of grasp it all in one in one watch. I think yeah, that and like. It was confusing, right? Yes. So, I think just to close this off and summarize it, it's one of those situations where it's like, yes, and. So, yes, you guys did an amazing job, and there's still a lot left to talk about. Yes, yes. And it's not like the talk, like the freaking white folk that are suing because of stupid little shit like that of like, oh my god, my kids saw this, blah, 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 and all these things. No, get over it. Like, stop judging women for having a body. Yeah. Also, no, also, y'all weren't saying anything when freaking Adam Levy was shirtless this year before for no fucking reason. What is so? Because they're just judging women for having bodies, basically. Pretty much. But, um, more power to them, and I'm happy for those folk that feel represented in and saw themselves in a big stage like it is um, that ugly side and culture of the United States and what they call Americans. But. All, right. All right. Well, wrapping up then. Cool. Mm-hmm. So moving on to a little bit sadder news, just kind of just quick 
RIP and rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. Gianna, and then the other seven, the other seven lives are also on that plane. Yeah. Um, they put out that they're going to officially do that, the whole, it's not a funeral, but like the celebration of their life on the 26th or something later on this February. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be televised probably just because of the yeah, icon that be. Kobe Bryant was. Um, Nipsey's was televised, right? So this one will be televised too. Probably, yeah. I was like, I was like, just the the biggest comparison that I have is to like when Jenny Duvetta passed and her like when they were televised all of that stuff. Um, so I don't want to say I'm excited to see it, but I do. I'm looking forward to how that whole ceremony is gonna go and just what, how they're gonna just go about everything, everything, and just what's gonna happen from that. Show. Yeah, you look forward to celebrating a yeah. life that's gone. Um, I mean, I know around just him, there's been a lot of conversation as well of, like, um, the rape allegation and all that stuff. Oh, and what? It's just, oh, you didn't know about it? No. So, back in, like, 03 or 05, he, there was a rape allegation, um, and the charges were dropped. And so, as of recent, it obviously came back to surface because... Of his death and everybody's calling him a, you know, like, a le- this big legacy and hero yeah. and all these things. And, which is why he calls himself, or called himself the Black Mamba, yeah. actually. Because after it all happened, he just kind of needed to reinvent himself. And he decided to go with that. And at the time, he was married when it happened. Yeah. So, he obviously did cheat on his wife. And it's a, it's a hard situation for me. Just more so because I'm a woman, and it's really easy to not believe a victim. Yeah, for sure. And it's really easy to just be like, well, we don't know what happened. We don't know what transpired. Yeah, and obviously now you can't get the sec- the other side of it because the person's passed. Well, and, the dro- and the charges were dropped, and it's hard because, like how we said, money money talks. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, back in 03, back, back in 05, who's going to believe a woman? There wasn't in the Me Too era. Now it's stronger, but back in the day it wasn't as strong. That's true. So who's to say? I don't know. Granted, I mean, I'm not the... Honestly, I'm not really a basketball fan. And, like, obviously I knew Kobe Bryant, like, who didn't know who he was. But Mm -hmm. I wasn't really one to follow his legacy, his life story, knowing a lot about himself besides of what I've seen Mm -hmm. on social media. Obviously, like, just... Everyone felt that the honestly we were we were in Vegas the day that he passed. Oh yeah. So everyone kind of just felt just sad that day. You just kind of see it like everywhere, just like rest in peace and just everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea about those rape yeah. allegations. So interesting. Granted, yeah. everything comes to surface obviously when the person's gone. Um, yep. but that being so serious, I want to look more into that. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I think it's very two side, very two sided. It's very like just leave him alone and stop trying to tear him down, and very like um, the other side, which is just like yes, he was a hero, and but, yeah. don't forget about this, or him. not even the hero aspect, but it's like don't forget about that. But we'll just leave it at that, and we'll like move on to all the other stuff we have to talk about. Yeah, all right. Okay, so moving on to what we're listening to, y'all. We're going to have a pretty good playlist for y'all since, like I said, it's been two minutes. Um, But kicking off, so one of my favorites, Paloma Mami, dropped a new single called Mami. And now we got plot twists, new episodes, new little clippets for y'all. Let's go. Right. 
Yes, like I said, Paloma Mami is one of my favorite girls. Honestly, she has five songs out, and when the like Spotify puts out your like your most played songs of 2019, all of her songs made it onto my top most top played. Um, so I really like a song. It definitely has just like a empowering like little vibe to it. I love when you get to the bridge. She kind of has a little nod to um, Yo Quiero Bailar by Evie Queen. Mm-hmm. She kind of has samples that a little bit. And then she kind of takes it to the point where she's, where she's like, tranqui papi que yo voy a pagar. Like, don't worry, I got you. Like, I got money, I'll pay for it. I was like, okay, I'm vibes, I'm down for it. Um, but yeah, I really like it, for sure. Yeah, it's a good song. I've So far, everything I've heard by her has been pretty good. I follow her now, I think, on Instagram. And, I mean, she's cute or whatever. I don't really know much about her, and she's coming up. But her yeah. music is pretty solid. It's it's a good song. I liked it. The visual was really nice, too. The video. Oh, yeah. The video is really pretty. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Okay. From one badass to another. Kali Uchis with Solita. What do you think about this one? Solita, I like it. I actually really do like it. I like that she switched it up from her, like, usual, like, it starts off very, like, you guys just heard it, very, like, kind of, like, pop R&B, right? Yeah. And then it, it does switch over to a little bit of, like, um, reggaeton, perreo. I know, a little perreo drop in there. I know. I love when she's, like, when she's, like, um, bailando aquí sola es mejor que con el diablo. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I was like, you right. Es mejor sola que mala acompañada. Oh, yeah. So, I feel you. I, yeah, I I like the visuals, too. It's very interesting. I've always found her to be a pretty interesting yeah. character and personality. Character. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to put it, right? Like, I think once you're an artist, it's a character that you're embodying. I don't think necessarily that a lot of the times your artist is fully who you are. That's true. I think I mean, it's an embodiment. Yeah, it's a performance. Right? Right. performance. And so she's interesting. I've... I had never, like, thought about, like, criticizing her until, like, I saw a lot of people criticizing her for being, like, um, this white Latina. And, like, I didn't understand. I don't understand why because I haven't felt any kind of, like, yeah. um, what's the word I'm looking for? I haven't felt any kind of problematic. Problematicness? <laughs> from her. Not a word, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just, like. But I like her music. And so for now, we still love her music very much here at BBO. And I hope you guys enjoy the song. Yes. <laughs> and if anyone knows why they're calling her, uh, feel, feel free to call us out because yeah. I'm interested now. Let us know. With the tea. Okay. All right. So moving into Harry Styles. So Harry Styles dropped an album not that long ago. Um, also, Louis dropped an album that I have not listened to. So sorry about that. One Direction fans. Um, but yes, first one is Adore You. I feel so official now that we got music. I feel like I'm like at an actual like radio station. Hello. I know. I, and it gives us the chance to kind of remember like what we really loved about the song or what we really didn't like about the for song. For sure. I know. Also like y'all can always follow along to our playlist on both Spotify and Apple Music and we always link them in our description as well as social media. Um but wait yeah Harry Styles Adore You. Have you seen the video for it? No. Okay. The video is actually really interesting it's a it follows it has like a cute little story but 
narr like there's like a narration to the video and it's Wait, actually it's Rosalia. I remember yeah. um our friend Anna actually shout out it's her birthday today. Hey. Um, I forgot where we were and she was, she was, she was like, have you seen the Harry Styles Adore You video? Like super excited. And I was like, oh no, I haven't. She's like, she's like, well, guess who narrates it? I was like, what? She, she was super proud that like she knew who it was <laughs> before like any of us like knew this because we're always kind of yeah. the ones on music before um, our friends are. Um, so that, that was super cute. But yeah, so Rosalia narrates it. So that was a little interesting touch. I don't know how that girl is everywhere, but she's everywhere. Girl, right? She was just with like Drake at like fashion show she's and just like everywhere. Video. Like, explain it to me. But whatever, we'll move on <laughs> to the next Harry Styles song, "Watermelon Sugar," which I really like. It. I'm waiting for summer just to have you know some sandia so I can use this <laughs> as a caption. Yeah, I definitely am ready for summer with the song. When I was listening to it in the car, I was like, yep, summer's around the corner. I know. I was like, freaking February, hurry up. <laughs> but yes. Uh, and then I, was, I just always just love Harry Styles vibes. Like his al albums are always just like works of art. Like they're all like a whole, not story, but yeah, I know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But yes. But one of your favorites that you highlighted on here was Falling. Yes. Gee. So from happy As summer high to to sad girl winter. And the snow to blame, but the drink and my wandering hands. Forget what I said. Yeah, that really took a turn. <laughs> that was definitely a turn. But I think this was the first one he dropped off of his singles, which oh, makes yeah. sense because it was more so in the wintertime, so the winter blues. And this one, I think this song is more so like talking about, to me it feels like when you feel antisocial for some reason, that's kind of like the vibe mm -hmm. that I got from the song. Because um, he's just like, I feel like I'm being this person that you don't want to be around. Um, very melancholy. I just, I love the sad shit because he has the voice for sad mm -hmm. shit. I mean, he has a range for a lot of things. He has, but I mean, come on. One Direction was not sad shit necessarily. Right. It was like cute shit. And I just love Harry Styles. And when I listen to Harry Styles, I think I'm listening to One Direction. And I remember last time you said it was because he did most of the vocals yes. for One Direction. <laughs> but I really, 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 he was always one of my favorites. And I'm really happy that he's continuing to, like, make a range of music. For sure. Definitely, yeah. It's kind of, I feel like, I like how everyone kind of branched out. We've, been, we've had this One Direction discussion yeah. before. Um, but, yeah, so I'm excited for her. Just him in general. Also, him and Lizzo, that freaking killed yes, me. Yes, I was so, like, I was, like, Harry Styles is a goofball. Dude, his outfit killed me even more. So, like, I think Harry Styles did a cover of Juicy for some... I forgot where... Somewhere on YouTube. I forgot where he was at. But he did a cover of it. And then Super Bowl weekend, Lizzo was performing and brought out Harry Styles for Juicy. And I was dying because this was obviously, you know, in this, like, badass, super, like, sexy, like, outfit. Yeah. And Harry Styles, he just came out of, like, his kindergarten, like, photo day. <laughs> With his sweater the vest. Yeah. <laughs> Three sizes too small. I can't. I just... Oh. I love him. I... Because I don't know, like, 
when he first was out in One Direction, wasn't he just such a goofball on camera? And then out of nowhere, like, the fame kind of took him to, like, a place where you kind of hide for a while, yeah. you retreat, and then, like, you kind of come back out and play, and you're like, yes, the hero we all fell in love with. Honestly, that's exactly what happened, for sure. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so flipping switches into Russ, who actually dropped an album two weeks ago, what is it? Um, haven't had a chance to it, but the song um, we've heard is Nighttime, Qu- Quotations Interlude. So when I first heard the song, I wasn't the biggest fan of it because that little part we sampled, the little voice, kind of threw me back to like Lonely by Akon. <laughs> so I was like, what is he trying to get at? Um, where the song kind of like built for me was when the music video dropped because um, Daisy Marquez, I don't know if you follow her. Yeah. Like, um, so she was in the video just looking bomb as fuck and I was like, okay, I guess I can fuck with this song. Um, so definitely Daisy was the one that sold me on the song. So Really? Yes. I actually saw the song because of her, obviously, um, her Snapchat, I saw that she dropped it and I had seen it a long time ago. She said, oh, I'm shooting for something secret, blah, blah, blah. Yeah whatever she's not the first makeup guru or not guru i don't know what are they called now influencers that i've seen in a video the first one was um her name's what's her name i don't know if it's on it's something with an a right in the kuko song yeah in the kuko song what's her i can't remember her name what is her name oh yes that girl sos i i swear her name starts with an a or something like that i want to say it's like and like angel angel no it can't be angel fuck let me see, let me see. Let me do a quick search. I think your sister was the one that called it out. I was like, hey, that's so-and-so. Erica Angel, that's why. Like, her name does have Angel. But um, shout out to her right now, to her merch right now. She has cute little, like, characters, like, mm-hmm. for Valentine's. Um, So if you're into her, check out her merchandise. I'm over here doing free promo, but <laughs> it's super cute. Um, And, I mean... We live in this crazy world now where you can just have so many followers and you get to this fame. Nikita Dragon was partying with Cardi B. Dude, hell yeah. I forgot. Honestly, I've been watching a lot of, like, YouTubers and a lot of, like, Latino YouTubers recently, too. She's Latina, FYI. Yeah, she's, like, half, I think, half Mexican. Yeah. So, she, yeah, she was doing, like, like, she's been doing videos with, like, Jenny69, and I was like, what the fuck? But, yeah, honestly, anyone that has that type of, like... Like, even, like, a bit of following. Like, everyone's just, like, super lit. Like, Bretman Rock also like, has been, like, lit with, like, everyone también. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? To, like, YouTube and Instagram is a new way to, like, get fame, honestly. Yeah. But, um... I like Daisy Marquez to a certain extent. So, um, I don't know that she sold me on the song. But she she looked, I mean, she looked okay for her first video. Hello. <laughs> I know. I, I'm trying not... It's because, like... The thing is, like, I could tell it was her first video, number one, and number two, though. Um, number two is also, what was I going to say? Russ just has a way of doing videos where they look homemade. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I don't know if it was her or just his video, his video style. Maybe, I don't know. But, okay, cool. Moving on to a song called Dame Bien by Mala Rodriguez. So 
So I found the song because it featured Guayna, um, the mamare mamare guy, and I just love Guayna in general. This song, actually, like, I added it to my gym playlist because it just has, like, a little bit of a beat to it. Yeah. Apparently, she has, like, her other stuff. Like, my roommate was telling me that her other stuff is more, like, um, kind of like a Kali Uchi's vibe, kind of more, like, okay. melancholy, like, different. I could so see that. So this was, like, a flip. And I was like, okay. But I do, like, I do fuck with that, maybe. I, I could see that. I really love the song. Um, I saw the video a little bit, like, a little short clip. Do you know much about her? Not really. Okay. I think she's been in... I feel like... The one thing I saw was that her, well, her name right now is Mala Rodriguez, but she's been in the game for a while and she's had name changes. Okay. That's all I know. Wow, interesting. That's interesting, the name change, because another one that did that was Two Chains. He had a name change. What, what was it before? I don't know, but he had a name change. And then again, did he? And he wasn't very known before, and so after the name change, so interesting. She just kind of looked older to me, so I was just wondering if you knew anything about her. Not really, but okay. Good song, though, y'all. For sure. Right, next up we have Dream Girl by Ir Saiz, I wanna say. Alright, and then we're featuring the song that's the remix featuring Raúl Alejandro. I really like a song, it has like, like a smooth, sexy vibe to it. I can't yeah. pick up what that little sample is that they're freaking doing in the back, I swear I've heard it before. Mm -hmm. The little, like, ching, girl, whatever. I don't know where it's from. Yeah, I had the feeling for a lot of songs on this playlist that they all had, like, little samples like that. Yes. But again, we're in the world of sampling right now. You're right, you're right. It gave me old school Osuna vibes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Fine, I like it. But it was good. Uh, next up, we have, speaking of Rosalia being everywhere, uh, we have Travis Scott, Highest in the Room, featuring Rosalia and Lil Baby. I swear the song was out on his own, right? Like, yeah, it was. Okay. Before her, yeah. Okay. Um, and when I, when I saw the, I think you dropped like a whole album and then this is when this remix came in. When I first saw it, I was like, that explains why Kylie's been hanging out with Rosalia so much. Yeah. Because of the song coming out. And actually I remember there was a picture of Travis and Rosalia in the studio a while back. Yeah. And everything kind of clicked. Um, I, as much as I don't want to like her, I really did like this, this, uh, little remix to it. Um, but yes. I mean, honestly, Rosalia as an artist, I can never understand anything she says. So I don't understand anything she's singing. No. Same. All I hear is the auto tune. I do like her little. It's lit. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand anything she's saying. So, even on the other song that will show her, I don't understand what she's saying. I feel like I need subtitles. Um, does she sound like? Does she sound like she belongs in the song? She's fine. It's not like out of the norm or anything like that. Yeah, so that's true. I don't. I don't hate how she sounds on it. But next up. Uh, by Tones and Eyes, I'm called Dance Monkey. And a little song for Jim Warm Up Playlist, I guess you want to say. Um, I feel like I first heard this when I was in Mexico in November, and I was like, okay, and then I don't know where here, I kind of started playing everywhere. But I like it. I fuck with it. Yeah, I love her voice. It's so unique. Um, but I love... I love this kind of, like, music. 
I don't always listen to, I don't even know what to call this, like, disco pop. And pop EDM. I don't know. What yeah, do you call this? Know. But I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, uh, some of our, I guess I don't even want to say faves, but, you know, just the classic duo that is Future and Drake uh, with Life is Good. Niggas gotta move on my release day, huh? Bitch, this is fame, not clout. I don't even know what that's about. Watch your mouth. Baby, got an ego twice the size. Dude, I love the music video for the song. It just made me, like, laugh the entire time. Because they're just in, like, different, like, just, like, different jobs, pretty much, in the whole, throughout the whole video. Uh, which is super cool. But, yeah. What would you think, yeah? Um, I thought that... It was okay. I mean, it had that whole... It's, like, that whole flip on the beat. And it's an okay song. I, I... I used to be, like, such a, like, diehard Drake, and I love Drake. I didn't think it hit as hard as before. I mean, cool, yeah, he says, this is fame, not clout, which yeah. is, I get it, that he's trying to say, like, I've been in it for so long. Like, what I have is fame, not clout. It's you're not this little thing that's going to pass me by. You're right, you're right. But it was not bad. The video, I kind of, I saw it, but I didn't. I don't, maybe I didn't watch it all the way through because I, I just saw when they were working at the like food joint. I know it, just, it made me it, it gets like a little little uh, context to it, which is fun. Yeah, where where they started from, second. But yeah. who knows? I mean, liars. I don't know that you started there, <laughs> right? Uh, okay, next up, uh, Jay Valvin with Morado, little Colores album coming out soon. <laughs> Dude, I love how in the chorus it's like, yo pedí un trago y ella la botella. I was like, mood. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, Balvin, honestly, I pretty much love anything that he drops regardless. Um, but I do love his whole, like, the last single was Blanco, this is Morado. So, yeah. obviously, the Colores is going to be an album. I'm wondering what other colors he has lined up for songs. I know he's going through the freaking rainbow. I hope Has he gone to yellow? I think he only has those two, blanco and morado. So oh. we'll see what we'll see if amarillo, whatever other color comes up. Is he gonna throw in like? Is he gonna stick to like basic colors? Is he gonna throw in like a random, I don't know, turquoise or some shit? I don't know. Do you like his merch? I, I like it for him because his style. But I wouldn't buy it to wear myself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What about you? I feel like I would buy it, wear it with my yellow bands. Uh, I mean, the, the little, like, flower with all... I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did not think about it. It was very you. <laughs> yeah, right. DJ Khaled was like, send me that. He's like, I need that shirt in the 3XL. He's like, but you don't have it. He was like, but you don't have it, huh? And he was just like, congrats, blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, Because I think he's, like, through a brand. I can't remember which brand he went through. I don't know. I feel like Khaled's always just throwing shade no matter what. I know. I don't think it was shade, but it was just it's funny, funny to me. But, I mean, maybe. Maybe it was, like, how inclusive is your line? Oh, okay. Call yeah. him out. Call him out. Yeah. I see that. All right. Next up is Steve Aoki and featuring Maluma with Malad. So I just quick shout out for Steve Aoki to pulling up the Kelly badge because we really wanted to see him in Vegas, but like timelines didn't work out. So the fact that he came out during the concert, I was like, yes, bless. Steve Aoki's just lit. Honestly, like, if I, I think he's actually coming to Seattle in like April or something like that. So seeing him in, just in live, in live, seeing him live, 
was just super fun. And then just a little song with Maluma. Yeah. Stephen Oki is fun. He's one of those performers and just like music artists that is puro paz. Yeah, for sure. Right. Okay. Speaking of puro paz, uh, we have Jenea Eko. I, dude, when I was hyping out Steve Aoki and Janae Aiko, I was like, oh my god, their names are just backwards flipped. Because <laughs> like, the, the, the eye, I was like, it was so like my throat. Uh, but Janae Aiko with um, Pussy Fairy, O-T-W. Off in the springtime, fuck all your free time. You don't need no me time, that's you and me time. We be getting so loud, that dick make myself smile. That dick made me so damn proud. That's my favorite line. You don't need no me time. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> you just can't not love whatever she drops. Like you just automatically just like love whatever she drops. Like no it's matter her what. Voice. She has a soothing voice. If I were to make her voice a essential oil, it would be like a eucalyptus <laughs> or fucking like lavender. Lavender. Hey, everyone's coming out with makeup lines. Janae come out with a freaking essential oil line. There you go, girl. She should. The fuck. Honestly, and also in that video, her dance also kind of oh, made yeah. a movement because she also has another one of how to do the dances that she's doing in oh, the video. Wow. So I think it was um our friend Ara that was like, "What she's gonna make? She's gonna do have this whole thing be a movement of the dance," and she did so. Good for her. That's cool. Okay, next Jesse Reyes in Love in the Dark. And your heartbeat is taking the drug. Could you try to love for us? Someone else that you just like, just their voice just makes you fall in love with whatever they drop. It's the same thing with uh, Jesse. This is a little bit more like, a little bit like, so I was like, okay. Um, but I still fuck with her regardless. Um, I, I liked the song, but it was too choir for me. Like, I don't know if you heard it, but it felt very choiry. It like, felt like Sam Smith. Oh, like gospel-y? gospel Maybe, but uh, yeah, maybe. But it, I think that's what it is. You have more of the violins, you have yeah. more of that. But I feel like there's a part where like the background singers feel very like choir-like, and it's not the regular R&B that I'm used to from her. Oh, that's true. It's something different for sure. All right. Okay. And then, like we said, coming back to Rosalia, she oh, with Juroke. Okay, like I said, we've y'all know how we feel about Rosalia. Depending, like I, like I said, sometimes I like her, sometimes I don't. But I do what I do fuck with how she does. Like is pretty much putting flamenco out there and into a new generation. I feel like it kind of people kind of thought of it as like an older genre. I guess I, I never really heard about it like in such a big light until she kind of put that on the map in terms of like just being mainstream wise. So the song Huroke, I did like how it had more of a flamenco side instead of her just kind of trying to own reggaeton. Um, so I give her that. And then the music video kind of gave more context to the song Komeki so you can never really understand what she's saying. So the music video kind of made me pay attention to the song first. For what sure. is, is this a new song? Yes. What What is it? What's the context? It's pretty much just like her partner pretty much is got locked up and this is her just juro que te voy a esperar like waiting for like a way for you to come oh. out of jail pretty much oh okay so yeah and if anyone watches Elite um, Omar that, the guy, character that plays Omar in Elite is the guy in the music video mm-hmm. so yeah okay next up Justin Bieber and Kehlani with Get Me I'm 
song says get me justin bieber's gonna get me to go to his freaking tour because um he's going on tour and kaylani and jaden smith are opening up for him and i was like fuck like he's got like apparently also seattle is his kickoff tour date for his whole tour um and i was like fuck now i really gotta go so i really like a song just because i mean it has both of like a sensual his he's going apparently back to his r&b vibe that he kind of had with the whole journal album a couple years ago um, so I'm excited to see what else he drops on this new album, his little comeback that he's making. So I'm sorry. Next up with Dreamville, Ari Lennox is Buss It. And I saw. Dreamville came out with like a new, like a remix, not a remix, but like an updated album, no? Because I feel like this song was not on their first like Revenge of the Dreamers album. I feel like it just came out on the new one. Because I was like, oh, what the mm-hmm. fuck, there's another one? Yeah. I feel like, um, sorry, I'm watching my dog. I wish you guys could see him. He's staring at Kim's water glass. He really wants water. He's all up on me right now. Pause, y'all. <laughs> Please hold it. Okay, um, so back, back to... Ari Lennox. So, yes, I definitely think they're dropping new music. Dreamville has been putting in a lot of work. And it's just interesting to me because I know they're signed to Dreamville, so it makes me wonder, like, are they also working on their own um, albums on the side? Are they putting these songs on the albums? Or are they just in this album? So it's just really interesting what's happening right now with Dreamville. That's true. I wonder if they're going to come out with another little documentary. Mm -hmm. All right. And then moving on to... Mon Laferte, right? I always feel like mm-hmm. I fuck up her name. But Mon Laferte featuring Juanes in Ama, Amare? Amarrame. Amarrame, sorry, my bad. Tiene acento. Búscame y déjame Llámame pero no me hables Bésame y ahogame Amarrame I just I love the chorus of the song, man. Just that yeah. little, love it. I know. I, I think it's such a sexy song in a very like Juanes and Mon Lafar. Yeah, I <laughs> the name too. Right? But anyways, very them and at the same time very not her because usually her stuff is more um rock. And yeah. this one felt very cumbia. For sure. Dude, my dad tried to argue me to, with me today that the um, Juanes just had like a misa negra and then never hit again. I was like, what? I was like, maybe was there's like, maybe. no way. That's what I said. He I has like, multiple hits. Thank you, thank you. I was like, I was like, I was like, maybe to you. <laughs> what? I was like, get the fuck out of here. If that, you're that's my dad. <laughs> you would know that that's not the only hit. Exactly. He Anyways, <laughs> um, so Empire of the Sun, a song is Walking on a Dream. This threw me back, girl. This makes me think of like college videos, like the little like transitions in like. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, online, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a good throwback's always good. <laughs> yes. But I think it's also a very summer song to me. 
Uh, we're not on that summer vibes, man. Yeah. Just hurry the fuck up. I wonder what the... Do you remember how ground, the Groundhog's Day is like if there's... If, it, if it's a we shadow or not. I do not know. <laughs> I never trust that freaking Groundhog anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, Dua Lipa with Future Nostalgia. This wasn't one of my favorites for her. I remember mm. when it first dropped, I was like, okay, do a leap because uh, things don't start. That one I was like, I was really fuck with. This one yeah. was just kind of there for me. Yeah, what I like about this one is just she's basically saying, si no tiene los cojones, no, don't date me because she's saying I'm an alpha woman and if you can't handle it, then get the fuck out of here. He's like, She's like, I can't teach you how to be a man. Okay, well, I'll fuck with that. <laughs> All right. And I think that's why I like it. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's in her very, like, white woman, like, pop way of doing it. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Sometimes you got to gotta, um, shine light into your inner white woman, I guess. I know. Um, me and my sister were playing, I think we were playing, like, boys like girls. We were playing some, like, throwback songs, and we were just laughing. She's like, she's like, she's like hey, maybe white lives do matter. Just, like, oh joking, just joking, her, joking around. <laughs> Oh god! Hello, <laughs> uh, but next uh, we have Usher featuring Ellie Ellie May. I always fuck up her name. Uh, with "Don't Waste My Time." I sometimes forget about Usher to be Asian. Just his just R and B ness and the power that he has in that genre same i mean i feel like his shit was very toxic like back in the day <laughs> it wasn't everything <laughs> right mm-hmm. actually but this one's okay it's an okay song i mean yeah. it wasn't like oh my god like you need to hear this now but it's a, an okay song to put in a, on a list for I feel sure like. it's a good it's a good play the song for sure okay all right next up oh shit. next right. aceita uh, oh okay is that how you say the name aceita and then the artist is tropas tropec Tropiquilas. Tropiquilas, okay. Tropiquilas Aceita. This song, just so y'all know, is like a good throwback because it's a good gym song. Okay, I fuck with it. Yeah, and um, obviously it's one of those songs that have a beat drop. <laughs> But we can't play more than 10 seconds. <laughs> so y'all gotta check out the playlist to get the beat drop. <laughs> that little tease in there. Okay, and then moving on to Arcangel and then my boy Sesh. I will see you live one day, I promise. <laughs> the song is called Sigues Con Él. Yes, just classic little. I don't. I don't know what the genre is called for that. It's not like it's Spanish R and B. It's like a just, and it's not like reggaeton. I don't even know what. There has to be a genre name for it. Yeah, I wonder what they're on under. But I just like the line where they say, "Tú le calientas la comida, pero él no te sabe comer." I mean, just saying. <laughs> Dude, Sesh always has little, like, um, just, like, the corniest lines, but you're like, okay, I see you. <laughs> but, but, yes. Okay, next of Tommy Genesis, Tommy, lol. Tommy Genesis and Charlie XEX with Bricks. Kids, 
Okay, Charlie, I see you. <laughs> yeah, so this, like, Tommy Genesis is a a Canadian, like, I think she's a Canadian EGS Leia, but, or whatever you're saying. Iggy I mean, yeah, he's Canadian, what is the fuck, she's Australian? She's Australian. <laughs> Might as well. Because she's a white girl, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I compared them. Interesting. But well, it was a good song. Right. Okay, next up, ZZ Ward with Sex and Stardust. A little throw in there for the playlist. <laughs> I just thought this was such a like, yes, let's go slash his tires and fucking rip up his car seat, como dice la canción de like Carrie Underwood. Yes, it was just such a like the same energy, so I really liked it. Okay, I'm, I'm down for it. I know when I first like played it, when I saw, it, I was like, I was like, oh, this is different, but I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, uh, next up, Ava Max with Salt. Not you, woman. That one reminds me again of another song, but I just don't know which one. But I'm just like, yeah, let's go to the disco. Let's just, I'm all out of whatever. Let's just go dance. Dude, when I first heard of her, I'm all out of salt. I was like, I was like, is it like in terms of like in tears or in terms of like out of salt as in being salty? My gosh, both. You need both. You right, be out of everything. Right, and then Free Nationals featuring Anderson Park and. Tinava? Tinava? Oh, I cannot read today, y'all. <laughs> um, with Gidget. Dude, that whole Free Nationals album is just a freaking, like, whole, it's just a vibe, you It's a vibe. It's a They're vibe. all very similar, very, like, let's vibe. Let's yes. go on a car ride. Let's feel the wind, yes. or let's go to the beach and hear the waves. We are ready for summer, so if, if y'all haven't noticed, <laughs> we're ready. The theme. <laughs> um, this one threw me off, uh, but Megan, Megan, Megan Trainer and Evil, uh, uh, Evil Twin. Let's talk about problematics that you love to hate, and she... I have this girl, like, she has those annoying, like, catchy tunes. I think that's how I look at her. And this one, when I heard it, I was like, okay, I feel you. Like, I don't know that bitch either, you know? So let's listen to Evil Twin. Crazy bitch, I've had enough. So over it, making me make my bad decisions, but I'm innocent. I get lost in the background. She just started the show. Gotta deal with a problem. So she's basically talking about when she's drunk as fuck. Like, she's no, she's literally saying, like, I gotta deal with her problems the next day because she's the star of the show. I don't know her. Like, she does what she wants to do. So that's what she's talking about when she says evil twin. She's basically talking about when she's drunk. (laughs) We all know that bitch, but we don't know her. Hello. I was like, I was like, I don't really, I was like, I know, I know she's problematic, but the only like, "Quote unquote good thing" is that she married uh, the guy from Spy Kids. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's a junior from Spy Kids. Like, That's okay. funny. Okay. Okay. Next, uh, Masego and Medassin with Sunday vibes, even though it's Saturday. Yeah. 
no lyrics here. That's all you get. This beautiful tune. Basically just making love to the sax. And yeah. Sunday oh, vibes. Vibes for sure. Okay, okay. All right. And then next up, we featured the OG before, but now we have the Loco Contigo remix featuring half the reggaeton world. <laughs> Okay, I really like I really like the OG. The remix I haven't given a lot of chance to just because I was like I was like another remix, really. Um, but yes, I love the remix a lot better. Um, but that's only because. I love Natina Natasha, first of all, and second yes. of all, I like Osuna in the chorus better. Oh, oh yeah, because I think before it was, uh, is Taiga on this one at all? No. Okay, cool. Neither is Jay, I don't think. Interesting. So this literally, the remix is just the remix people. Okay. So, and then, speaking of one remix to another, this is the Impaciente remix um, by Chencho Corleon. Corleone? All right, like I said, I just love Nati and any beat that she's on. So yeah, for sure. I really love the chorus of the song too. Actually, we didn't get to it, but y'all can check it out for sure. Yeah, she has bad bitch energy. Yes. All right, and then so one bad bitch to another. It's another product. The song is Perico. Dude, I love the beat because it gave me such like Brazilian trap vibes mm-hmm. to it. I was like, okay, I see you, Snow. Um, but yeah, I really fuck with it. She always goes off. I just that's one thing I appreciate about her. For sure, for sure, always goes off. All right, and then next up, we're moving into our artist spotlight. So for mine, um, I have a girl named La Rime. So she is one of the few females in um, pretty much mariachi right now. I kind of discovered her. I forgot what song I was looking for. I think it's called like Fallaste Corazon, which is a classic like um, mariachi song that I found her cover on YouTube and kind of just like spiraled into not only just her, but a bunch of other women in um, mariachi and musica regional. So for one of her original songs, it's called Dime Ya, which will feature on this playlist right here. Yeah, but she's up and coming. She's from Sinaloa, so shout out. Um, but yeah, she kind of right only kind of has covers out. Kind of dropped her first album, but I'm really excited just when I found her as well as just other mujeres in um, regional. I have a playlist called Mujeres Chingonas on Spotify, which we'll link. Um, but the song I originally found her on was Fallaste Corazón. And if you want to hear her sing, you're going to have to tune in. <laughs> All right. But then, Kia, who is your artist spotlight this week? This week, I have Panteón Rococo. And they are a band that are pretty much under the ska genre. And so I'll go get more into what ska is if, if you don't really know what ska is. But here's the song. No comentamos, por favor, el mismo error. No tiene caso volver. 
las viejas risitas, aquellas noches, las noches de ayer. Yeah, so um, this one's one of my favorite songs. My partner's always listening to them. Um, they're, to me, I thought they were just rock, but I guess Sky is, uh, it originated in Jamaica in the late 50s, and it just combines the elements of Caribbean mento and calypso with American jazz, rhythm and blues, and like sometimes it's like Latin mixes, like salsa and just rock steady reggae. So, entonces, como un chingo de sonidos, todos juntos. And a lot of the times, like, maybe you don't know that you've been listening to ska, but you have type of thing. And so, another um, person that, or another group that a lot of y'all might know is the Fabulosos Cadillacs. And they have another song that's, like, really, like, um, well-known. But the this one, the one that, I have it on my um, Latina Sunflower playlist, Siguiendo La Luna. But yeah, you can hear the funk in there. You can hear like the beats in there. And I just, I love this kind of tunes. And I just thought I'd switch it up and put you guys on some ska. For sure. This playlist is honestly all inclusive. Y'all's got a bit of everything. Like we said, Spotify and Apple Music. And then soon to be YouTube too. Yeah, we're going to play this on there that mean. But yes. Okay, moving into what we're watching real quick. Dude, I finished Prince Binge Cheer on Netflix like in like a day or two. Like super fast me too i watched it in a few days um and it, i was on edge the whole time watching it and mordiéndome las uñas i'd be like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh like are they gonna make it are they not gonna make it especially when you get to that last um episode where yes. you're just like <gasps> and you guys i had to turn it off for a sec and gather myself before i could come back and see what happened um i'm not gonna give anything out i will say when we were in vegas there was a cheer competition and there were so many like girls in their little outfits yeah. and at some point I like asked one of them I was like did you guys do good and she was like yeah we won and she had two medals and I was like oh my gosh congrats because like after watching like I just know how hard of a sport it is especially if you're doing the co- like competitive cheering yes dude I remember I don't even know how but at some point like freshman sophomore year of college I became like a huge fan of competitive cheer yeah like I like followed like a lot of like the big gyms and kind of was just really into the sport even though I've never cheered in my life um, but just kind of became a huge fan. So I really appreciate this show kind of showing the light and the work and dedication that it takes yeah. for the sport and just how dangerous all of it is. Because everyone kind of has it, oh, and the cheerleaders just like, bum, bum, like cheering on the yeah. sidelines at the football game. Like, no, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. So I appreciate Netflix kind of doing this whole documentary series and kind of going after, even though it has like the, like, I like how they highlighted people that, yeah, were already big in the sport, but kind of also the people that like had a rough start and just kind of coming yeah. up. It highlights a lot of different stories. Um, so I really appreciate this whole show and just what it does. So hopefully, I don't know if there will be a second season. They're getting a lot of promo right now. So we'll see. But yeah. It was just one of those, like, in the middle situations, love-hate situations. And that's just how I felt. I mean, it's Texas. What, what can you do? So like for me with Monica, it was like a love-hate thing, but, um, you can't be mad at her for what she's doing for these kids. That's true. So yeah, if y'all haven't checked out Cheer on Netflix, definitely do so it's like six episodes so super easy watch for sure yeah all right and then i think we're gonna wrap it up there y'all like we've said everything we talked about playlist toda la madre will be linked in our description and we're gonna wrap up because we actually have to head out like we said it's our friend anna's birthday we're doing a little happy brunch. birthday happy birthday 
and we are running late to brunch so um we shall catch y'all in next episode